This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. And we get the back view of him. And I mean, it's just a mega. 52 yards is a long shot. Uh, Magnum P.I. is what yeah. we named him. No idea. Just a magnet. Yeah, just a magnet. Come on, Cam Ashi. We, we said probably 150, mid 150. Yeah. Same Doe from the morning come out with that nine pointer. Here, here steps out this 90 inch eight pointer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there, grunting. Yeah. And then I'll step like another 90 inch eight yeah. pointer. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, deer, right there. Yeah, like and he's 30 already yards. 30 yards. Yeah. He he was literally five yards from the base of the tree. Could have been had a buck down at 140 in the afternoon back there deep on public. Three does come out pretty early. It was like 245, 24 yards shot, sent the combat veteran. And I tell you what, man, dude, it just smoked. We always get so jacked up when the other person kills. It's just almost like we got it done. Yeah. And when you killed that doe, I was like, hell yeah, man. And we come down here to Missouri. My ass called me one more time. I'm like, is it a good buck? And he goes, yeah, real good, solid buck. I'm like, all right, boom. <laughs> and the deer just drops for sure. Super special to me. Whitetail Legacy Podcast, bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. This is a Whitetail Legacy podcast coming in your ear holes. This regular this time. This isn't a this regular. Isn't a, this isn't a rut update podcast. 
Um, you guys didn't think we were going to not give you a Wednesday podcast, did you? I mean, come on. We've been doing this for two and a half years. Haven't missed one yet. You'll be able to double dip because we released the Ruckation one, the No Picnic series at 8 a.m. Yeah, and then you you hit this one at 11 Central. Double ear holes filling. <laughs> All right, well, we have Logan Sellers on today. Um, Logan just got into the mobile hunting game, and he was successful on his fourth hunt, guys. God, so epic. On a solid buck, too. So we get into kind of what he, why he switched to mobile hunting, what he was thinking, um, a little bit of what Geary's running, um, and just like anybody that's beginning out there or wanting, thinking about transitioning, we talk about some stuff that he struggled with at the beginning and then got better with. Um, a lot of good intel on here, and especially if you're interested in getting into mobile hunting or, you know, our mobile hunting. Um, a lot of good stuff in here. So let's get into the people that make this possible. We'll get into the show. Let's start off with the veteran broadhead VIP shout out. You got the shout out, homie? Yeah, this week's shout out was sent in by Tyler Wax, and he would like to nominate Elwin Wax. So, Tyler, we appreciate that. Um, I did get your message there, man. Um, we started this rutcation here, so we are balls to the wall right now. So I hope you're listening. And uh, I just want to say I do appreciate you uh, nominating Elwin there, and um, we appreciate the service. And we cannot wait to send a combat veteran. We've been begging to send a combat veteran into something. It's funny. You go into a spot to hunt does, or you like, be like, oh, yeah, I can shoot a doe here. No does anywhere. Just bucks is just, always Just see. small bucks. Yeah. I'm like, okay. All so, right, you got Exodus? Yeah, this week uh, Exodus ran a uh, kind of a special. They ran a scrape week last week. And kind of a cool story here is uh, Tyler Jones from the Element Podcast um, come up here to Illinois from Texas and was able to shoot a giant eight-pointer on public land. And he actually ran an Exodus Lift 2 on video mode and had that deer hitting a scrape um, on on it the week before. And that was all done through summer scouting, um, I believe with Jake there as well. So mm-hmm. um, that was a cool thing to tie together that, you know, all that work we do in the summertime can be rewarded, especially if you are, you know, out of state and stuff. Um, it's just cool to have that come together like that. And um, the video of that buck hitting that scrape on that lift, too, is pretty, pretty baller. So um, be sure to check out Exodus Trail Cameras, ExodusOutdoorGear.com, five-year no BS warranty. All right, let's get into Hunt Reminder. Um, we I talked about Hunt Reminder, something that we found that we thought was really cool that I'm utilizing um, I want to give you guys just a little more intel on actually what it is. Um, Hunt Reminder notifies you of application deadlines, specific tag locations, um, and you go through and you choose each state that you want. So say you want to hunt Nebraska and you want to put in for a mule deer, you know, you want to put in for this, or you need to put points in for somewhere for here. Um, you can click these and it will send you an alert on your phone. Cause I know, I mean, we're busy as hell oh, all the yeah. time. We can't even get our own state <laughs> tags yeah. in, let alone, you know, three other states. So like Ben from the Bowhunting League, I know that he could utilize oh, yeah. this, he's, you know what I mean? Everywhere that he goes, he, yeah. Yeah, he's all over the place. So if he ever wanted to get into a draw, you know, and, and I mean, Scott, he's always putting in for mountain lion and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So if a guy was out there doing that, I think this would be a huge tool. I'm u- utilizing it just for turkey season and stuff just because I cannot remember anything or shotgun tags. When you're killing turkeys, you got to get shotgun tags. When yeah. you're killing deer, you got to get turkey tags. <laughs> exactly. It's- That's the only way I remember it. So it it, it email you or send you a text. Um, 
periodically when stuff opens up and the night before they close. So like the last, the last night before deer season, you know, deer tags close it, it's send mm-hmm. you and say, Hey, this is the last night that you can put in tags. So I know that's going to save a lot of guys. Um, cause for our County, sometimes there's no, there's no antlerless tags over the counter. And going over the counter, buying your tags from Casey's is a disaster anyways. <laughs> yeah, right. You got Last Breath TV? Yeah, I just want to shout out old uh, Jesse Hines. He got it done today on a stud. He said he was going to go for a slump buster this year, but uh, I tell you what, man, he outdid himself with that slump buster, if that's what he wants to call it. Yeah. Um, so congrats to him. I believe he's um, he's got two deer down. He's got a buck and a doe that he yeah. shot earlier in the year. Um, is anybody else? I'm not sure if anybody else from there has a deer down or not, but I don't believe so. But, um, a couple elk, yeah, a couple elk that that'll make up for yeah, it. Garrett's <laughs> yeah. freezer is plumb full, <laughs> yeah. Um, huge shout out to these guys. Um, they are putting together our rutcation video form, um, for you guys to watch on their YouTube channel. So be sure to descri- subscribe there if you want to see that. And, um, they're getting ready to wrap up their season from last year on there as well so um if you've missed that up to now you'd be able to get on there and uh, check that out you got next level yeah guys even though it is the rut and november um it is still a critical time to have that feed and um mineral out for consumption they're not going to be pounding it like they were in the summertime and stuff but it's still critical to have it out and um let these deer get acclimated to it and let them know that it's going to be there hopefully through the duration of the winter when they're really going to be needing it. Yeah, so. it's a good time to stock up now and then you have that winter to be able to, you know, get them back because there's a lot of bucks that are going to be ran ragged, especially as hot as this rut is. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of bucks that are losing a lot of weight, at least hot for us in the, here in the Midwest. Exactly. So. Um, you guys be able to, if you have any questions about their product, you'd be able to get a hold of them, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and uh, get a hold of Nate and Scott. They will help you out with anything you need. If you're looking to get your order in, it's going to be at uh, nextleveldeer.com. All right, let's get into the show. All right, we got Logan Sellers on, and we are incredibly jacked for this dude. Just put down a freaking stud yesterday evening. Man, how are you doing right now? What are you feeling? Thank you, guys. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I took the day off of work and, uh, Spent some time at home with the family and hunted pretty hard the last five days, so it's time to kind of unwind a little bit. That's always the best, man, when you're like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it <laughs> done finally, you know what I mean? So not, uh, Normally we take days off to hunt, not to not after the hunt. Heck, yeah. I kind of like taking a day after. Hell, yeah. That's, yeah. that's prime. I mean, I don't know how many bush lights you cracked last night, but <laughs> might have been a little a rough a wake, wake, waking up. <laughs> Anyways. It was a little rough. It was a little rough. Are you on? Can you hear me? Can, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, I got okay, you. Okay, all right. Yeah. I can't hear nothing. So we're about, we right now, as we record this, this is the first night of our vacation, and we're recording this right before we're going out. So we the anticipation and the jackness in this room is insanely high. And then everybody's fired up. You being part of the snap group and killing last night, dude, I was like, <laughs> yeah. My wife was like, what's going on? I was like, Logan killed. I was like, remember that tall dude that came to the house? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That tall like, goofy looking guy. She's like, yeah. oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, you, so basically the reason we want to have you come on is not only are you good friends, but you changed a lot up this year and you believe that's why you were successful um, oh, for sure. And we've yeah. been telling, you know, we've been talking to people about this and trying to motivate people to do it since we 
started doing it from listening to multiple different people in the game. So introduce yourself and then get into, you know, so, what you switched up this year. So Logan Sellers, been on a couple times with you guys before, but um, so I, I pretty much this year decided like, you know, after listening to you guys and, and talking with you guys and even, even kind of just kind of seems like everybody's starting to get a little more aggressive with their hunting. And, you know, I've been hunting the same properties for years now and, and, it's been it's been a while since I killed a buck. I think the last buck I killed with my bow was 2015. Um, lots of deer with a gun. You know that you guys know that. I <laughs> yeah. Kill them with a gun. I get that done. But uh, yeah, so it's been a few years, and kind of this year started out. I you know I was going to kind of just do the same thing that I've been doing um, the last couple of years, plant some food plots, hunt the same stands, same sets, and then I'm like, you know, I started getting some good bucks on cam, and and I was really just like, you know, I I got to try something different here, you know, and so talked to you guys got a mobile setup and really just started kind of getting out of my I guess getting out of my comfort zone and I guess you know going going after these deer more or less instead of waiting waiting for them to come to me you know I think I think it's a it's definitely interesting it's been a, it's been you know and, I, and this is only the fourth time that I've done a done a hang and hunt like this and to be successful and it, it, it kind of opened up my eyes to a lot of things you know yeah, but, uh, it's just like me, when I first started, I was real, real adamant on not pressing in, don't scare these deer, don't make moves oh, on them, sure. hunt your stand that you know you're safe at, and it'll happen yep. eventually, you know what I mean? And for me, yep. it, it seemed to work out, but now since I switched to mobile, it's been tougher. I've had more encounters with bigger deer, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But right, they're right. always just a touch out of range, it seems like for us, but... uh yeah. And, and that's kind of been the thing for me too, is, you know, I've been, I've got on good deer, you know, big deer, and it's just closing that distance. And I think, you know, sitting back and waiting for him to come by my stand that I've been hunting for years, it just, it hasn't, it hasn't been happening. So I was like, I got to change what I'm doing, hunt different winds, you know, maybe, I guess definitely get out of my comfort zone. I told you guys that, you know, last night when I was going out, I said, I, every part of me is telling me not to do this, to go into these thicker areas where they bed. But I think when it gets to that pre-rut stage, right, like kind of right now where they're starting to get out and cruise, that's where you need to be. Get right up in their bedroom. I think the hunt the night before also played a lot into it because um, you had hunted there two nights ago and had yep. had a good a good hunt, and then um, you're kind of on the fence about what to do. And we're like Cody and I were both saying, you know, where did the deer come out of? You need to go there and get into the timber and do a hanging hunt there and then kind of go into how that hunt went there, uh, two nights ago, or well, I guess it'd be so, three nights so ago. Yeah, yeah, it was, so it was three nights ago. I had, I hunted my regular stand crops just got taken out and I had the biggest buck I have on my camera in that area come out 96 yards. Um, and just kind of worked his way out across the field into the neighbors. And I was like, you know, started talking to you guys about it and you're like, you got to get in there. And I was like, I know, you know, that's why I bought the stand. I, I got to do it. So going into it, I was very, <laughs> I would say very unmotivated when I got in there, you know, trying to find a tree, not having stuff prepped. And, but once I got hung up and I literally sat there, it wasn't half an hour. I had a nice two and a half year old buck come through. Didn't even know I was there. Could have shot him. Uh, probably nice, probably 115 inch deer, you know? And then shortly after that, I looked behind me again and here comes another nice young two and a half year old deer and uh nice buck and i had does come through and they and i was really amazed they went downwind to me and i never got winded that night but i think you know 
not going in there and overexposing myself any other time of the year and putting my scent down is, is very key to, you know, kind of hanging hunting, you know, um, almost more or less, I guess a surprise attack is out the way I, the way I feel. So that kind of, after that hunt definitely built my confidence and getting in these, I guess, thicker areas, getting closer to the bedding for sure. Yeah. When you're going in there and you're hanging stands, especially, you know, you've only done it a few times. I remember our first times, it's kind of chaotic, man. You're, you're yeah. working with lightweight stuff. You bought a Novex set, a Novix, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You bought a yep. Novex full the set. Regular sticks and, and the stand. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's, there's like a learning curve to figuring out, you know, different types of trees and how to get in areas. And then yep, yep. you start thinking about the shooting lanes. Cause it's always hanging, hunting's always a, a bastard with the shooting lanes, man. You just kind of, and that's, yeah, you're it's, stuck it's, with it's what you got. The hardest things. So you, know, you kind of get up there and you're like, well, I guess I can shoot here or here, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty limited, but, and then when you go through all the work to get up the tree, you're kind of like, well, I don't want to take it down and move over there. Yeah. No, once you're <laughs> you up, <know? laughs> once you're up and it's that time, you know, we like to hunt it, and then if uh, if we want to move midday, we'll move midday. Is what we normally do. Right, and so the, and so this week with working and and um, you know, not being the weekend and stuff is not hunting mornings. Is I was pretty much just limited to hunting the afternoons. So getting off work early yesterday, I pretty much so I wanted to let that spot sit. So I went to a another spot where me and Arthur, me and Arthur went and. Uh, me and my kid went and we scouted this year. Uh, good property. The deer don't really winter there. We kind of look for sheds, but we went and seen a lot of sign, you know, kind of in this bedding area. And we're like, you know, night's a good night, super windy. I can sneak in there. I got an idea kind of where I, they bed. So I'm going to go pick a tree and hunt it, you know? And I don't think I would have done that if I wouldn't have had the night before that I did. You know what I mean? I don't know if I would have had that confidence, I guess. Yeah, the, I mean, in there. sneaking in there and hanging, and you're you're not making like clanging noises, but if anybody that walks through the woods with the leaves and you're yeah. running the straps down the tree and you're putting the stand, I mean, there's noise there. You can't not not make noise. I don't care if and you like, you freaking <laughs> yeah. you put stealth strips all over your body. You're still you're still making <laughs> yeah, noise yeah, when you, you go in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's impossible, and it's impossible to try to. You're gonna clank some metal. It's gonna happen. It's just, is it going to be loud or is it going to be like just a slight clank, you know? So, um, so I got set up and, uh, felt like a good spot. I had just a couple shooting lanes, nothing really good. And so I, I was like, well, if the deer come out of the bedding, it's going to be right here. It's going to be 20 yards. And I had a, a pretty decent buck skirt me right around five thirty, and he kind of caught my wind and then continued off going South. And so then I'm like, well, this is still good, you know? I'm in the right spot at least. And then about 15 minutes later, I caught movement to my left again. And it was this buck coming through. And he, instead of going on the east side of this pine tree, like the other buck did, he came on the west side and uh, he ended up coming right through. I was able to draw right when he was behind an oak tree. And um, he, uh, I was able to draw, full draw. He was quartered to. I gave him a little rent, stopped him, and the rest was history. He didn't go very far either. No. And, and yeah, so he Snapchat he, me. He's I, like, I just shot a buck and he's down right over there. I'm like, <laughs> man, that's the best when you just see him crash like that. Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. So he, so I shot, I shot, 
<clears throat> quarter two went in behind the shoulder and then uh, low low long on the left side and um he pretty much ran through straight south of me back to where i kind of walked in and about 30 yards kind of got tumbly you know and just tipped over right there so i mean short track <laughs> <laughs> those are the best man but yeah when so it was and then it was just a kind of uh overwhelming of of being in there and getting it done i was like i was like now now i gotta take my stand down i gotta do all this stuff you know before <laughs> but I, then i then I was like, who cares about that? I'm going to go look at this deer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, once you kill the buck, it's funny how like, how quiet I am when I'm going in and then I kill and all that shit oh. goes out the window. <laughs> You're like bringing four guys out to help you drag them out. There's sin everywhere. Everybody's yelling. You're like, you don't care. You blow that whole place up yeah. in, in a matter of five minutes. Yeah. You're like, I, I, I'm on cloud nine right now. These deer can wait, but. Right, right. So the main reason we had you on, you know, you were successful on a buck here in the pre we're at, but your first year ever mobile hunting, and it's been five years since you killed a buck with your bow, and you're four hunts in to a mobile hunt, three evenings and one morning, and you were successful. So yep. we know there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast. We get messages about stands and what our setups and stuff is, and I always tell people just buy what you can afford, you know, just to be yeah. mobile. Yeah, oh yeah. And, nope. uh, I just kind of wanted you to break down maybe some stuff that you had learned in just these, you know, four hunts that you're talking to a beginner guy that is thinking about getting into it or maybe has it and doesn't utilize it as much as you should. I think, I think the biggest thing, I think my biggest worry wasn't really the gear necessarily is getting comfortable with it, but you know, practicing your yard. I think that's something I learned from you, Cody, like, you know, you hanging them up and, and getting in your yard and practicing a little bit because, that's the only way you're going to get good at it in the field is by doing it. But if you can practice in your yard, you can screw up in your yard a few times, you know, yeah, Set it up, I mean, take it down, you know, and, and shoot out of it too. And that's the other thing too, is these stands are smaller. You know, I would say shooting out of it in your yard is, is very helpful as well too. Cause it's, it's not very big stands, you know, and, no, it's uh, definitely smaller than someone that's used to like a ladder stand or a big game right. or like the scrape tree stands. Oh no, yeah. yeah. We said, we said in that one on our scrape tree, <laughs> I was like, man, this thing is nice as hell. <laughs> I know. It's like I get in my, I get in my preset stands and I'm like, oh man, this is like a Cadillac. Yeah. Here, you know? Every time you're, more padding in you the climb scene, up, but... you're like, man, I'm done. I'm hanging my bow up right now. <laughs> this is it. So, but, uh, for sure. But I think, and then I, I would say. I definitely think I'm going to go, I'm going to have to figure out a better carrying system. I kind of just use what I had. I had a, I had an XO mountain frame pack that I use out West and I just took the pack off it and use that. Cause I'm like, save myself some money, you know, just for this year to, to see if I like it instead of spending more money, but, uh, use that. And it works pretty well, but I think that looking at that, like, well, you guys use that lock and walk a little bit. I think I might next year invest in that if this is something i'm going to continue to do which it definitely is we'll, we'll hook um, you up yeah it's definitely yeah. i mean we got because i was looking into that and i was like man this would be a lot easier and I, and I think even even i think you know we've talked about it i think even buying the 60 dollars sticks and even going out and presetting some spots early early in the season to where you're just carrying your stand in you know would be helpful as well yeah this um, we've we homie did that we talked about it just those spots Maybe you want to get higher in a spot or maybe even having one stick. Like say you want to get a little bit higher, you know, and then yeah, just hang one stick. And then that's, you know, then you're, you can get that extra four foot. You know what I mean? That you're right. Exactly. You hang the stand. Exactly. You're like, man, I just wish I had four foot, but well, you can, yeah, you can take a set of, set of four sticks and just already have two set 
and only, you're only packing in two or three sticks instead of four because it, it's pretty heavy with four full-size sticks and the sand, you know, and a backpack and all that. So, Yeah, a couple of our packing hunts that Cody and I have hunted together this year, um, he's got a set of mini sticks and I got the full-length lone wolf sticks, and we've just been going two and two. And I hunted one afternoon, and then the next day we hunted together, and I could tell a huge difference from carrying four sticks to two sticks. And I was like, man, this ain't bad at all with just two sticks. And, you know, we're just kind of game planning. That's kind of how we're going to be running this year. And then we're getting ready to go on vacation. And we're like, dude, all day or every day carrying all that shit. We're like, we're going to have to get a, lot. a couple of these stands, you know, prepped with some sticks in them already. So we just don't have to, don't have, to have that burden every day if we do yeah, go to the three spots. And for us, if you hang sticks in a tree, most of the time on public, someone's going to be like, ah, man, someone's got to stand there and they're going to yeah, walk yeah, by. Yeah, it kind of deters a little bit. You know bit. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. We, me and you were talking and something I want to mention for, you know, this isn't only for public land guys. You know, you're, you were, no, you kill these I'm deer on private, on private yeah. ground. You know, you had food plots, but the deer, they weren't there. You knew where they were. You know, you were getting them on trail camera at night and you're like, well, they're, they got to be in this bedding over here. You know what I mean? So and I think that it's something, I mean, I don't put my trail cameras deep in, you know, they're all on the edges and on the, you know, the mowed paths and stuff like that on the edges. So I think that your deer movement, you're not seeing your, your daylight deer movement that you should be seeing, you know, in the woods. And that's where I, like, I guess forced me to go in. I yeah. Guess. That's, that's like a lot of times we got nothing on cam and then we crush in and we'll mm-hmm. see like eight deer. We're like, what the shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. They're just not, not hitting those cams. And then, um, we had talked about like, I think for, of like a private land guy that can prep trees and make shooting lanes. You know where these areas are that you might yep. want to get into from They're scouting. They're going to be consistent each year. You know yep, what I mean? So sure. go in there and prep your tree in the winter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Take your stand out there. You got a nice March, April day. Go out there. There's still, you know, very little leaves on and see kind of like, what, what do I, what do I got? What do I need to trim? How am I going to approach this stand? Take your stand out there and hang it and be like, is this where I want to be? And then, yeah, for sure. like I said, if you look at my hunt stand, there is shit all over that thing. <laughs> it is stupid. <laughs> it is dumb. I mean, it's just like, oh, I can get in this tree. I can get in this tree. I've hunted this tree. Yep. We prepped oh, this yeah. tree. And then I know, even even if it's a property I ain't hunted for four years, I'm like, oh, I, I this tree right here, I know I, I can know get this in. Tree. You know, I know what I mean? Tree. <laughs> Those trees don't well, just think, disappear, you know, if and, you're in a, and I a think nice tree. For, for your private land, you know, and if you're, you're going on private land, you know, you have the option now next year. I have uh, my buddy coming from Utah, so that tree that I just killed in the night will have a deer stand set for him. You know, the the the, the deer that you know that I hunted you know, last night, I'm gonna have a stand set for him so he can hunt there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like, for it's, sure. It's a good way. To, it's a good way to try new trees and try new areas on your private. And then next year you can set it up so you're like, okay, well I can go hunt this spot and I have a stand there. You know, mm-hmm. I think that it, I guess you can just try to. I guess hunt little different areas, I guess. Yeah, you never want to uh, our main thing is we never want to tie down our mobile set. Like oh yeah, no. We'll put nope. a stand in the tree, but you never want to tie that thing yep. down because something radical happens on a mobile cam no when you pull man. a cam and you're like, This the, I gotta go. You gotta go and right then, here, yep. And then you think hanging your setup is loud. Try to take one of those piece together four stick twenty oh, foot yeah. pieces in there <laughs> oh, with five They're ratchet terrible. straps. 
and two big game stands. You know what I mean? And oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's just, and then I well, mean, I've seen you guys, I see you guys in 90 degree heat, hang a, hang a set. And it was just not, there's nothing quiet about no, that. No, no. <laughs> Mostly me cussing is the reason it's loud. It's, <laughs> it's like two raccoons wrestling up in the tree. You know? <laughs> I don't but know I who didn't bring the thing. chainsaw that day. We had a handsaw out well, there. I, I was still sweating <laughs> Hennessy, so I, I'm not getting blamed for anything. <laughs> well, I think another thing, too, is, you know, the first the first set, when I first went and did a hang and hunt in an area that I thought would be good, and I had a buck within 15 yards, a, a really nice, solid 10-pointer, I wasn't very high off the ground either. You know, I think even getting up, you know, you don't have to be 20, 30 feet up in the air. If you're in a new area, man, just get up a little bit so you can see a little better, see what's coming. Cause I think I was only maybe 12 feet off the ground that first set, you know? Yeah. It's and such it a just, surprise, my man. Stand, you know, my stand was just not, if I'd have had my stand turned around the tree a little more, I probably could have got a shot at that buck. It's just, I really didn't expect him to come from that way. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's but, a surprise factor. You're going in there and. I talk about hunting, talk about hunting on the edge of your seat. Oh yeah. When three you, hours. When we, when we, every hunt we've had this year, I'm like, oh, it's going to happen any second. Yeah. Any, yeah. any second. Yeah. Cause when you're you just in, in there, the yeah. good stuff. You know what I mean? You're not on yep. a field edge where you're like, okay, he could possibly come out of there. Away. Okay. Yeah. He's out there. You know what I mean? Like he's a, he's 200 yards. Most of these scenarios that we hunt, if the buck's there, he's damn near in shooting range. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, that, and I think that's just it too. I mean, I almost, uh, was it two nights ago? Every deer I saw was within was within bow range, whether or not it was a clear shot or not, but they're within bow range, you know, and that's, that's half the battle when you're bow hunting. Oh yeah. And like you had a, that night you were sending me, I was in Iowa in the truck, pissed yeah. as hell. <laughs> I could hear the leaves crunching on that video. I was like, man, I'm pretty much out there. I had the earphones in. I'm like, I'm pretty much hunting yeah, yeah. this deer. Right now. I'd catch myself like not moving at all in the truck, just watching <laughs> like it. Not breathing. You're not breathing. Catch your breath. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just super jack for you, man. I, you know, we had talked to you about it and you had asked a lot of questions and I was just like, just buy the best gear that you can and give it a shot. And the best thing about it is it's so popular now. If a guy went out and bought a set and was like, this is shit, he could sell it and lose like 40 bucks. You know what I mean? Someone's going to buy it for like 40, $50 less than what you paid for it. You know what I mean? And I got not, you know, even today, you know, the, the neighboring property is a, a friend of mine hunts that and he's got truck cameras up over there and he had trail cam picture of this buck and he's kind of like, you know, I want to try your stand out. Like he wants to get into it, but he has, he has stands set everywhere, but he still is like, there's spots I want to go hunt where I don't want to go set a stand up. I just want to get in and hunt, you know? And so it's kind of got him fired up to try something different on his private property as well. You can't so have a stand everywhere. I mean, you can, <laughs> right. but, but even the deer aren't going to do the same thing every year, year after year. I just yeah. don't think they, Sometimes they do the crops, especially around here. We're we're in, it's all crops here, and the crops change, so the deer change what they're going to do each year. Yeah, and just like us tonight, so we're going to go hunt on a spot that we've been wanting to get up into, and we have it in our mind northwest west wind for an evening, right. mm-hmm. but southeast right now. But with a mobile, we can make it happen. We can yeah, go just a little farther north. If we had a stand in there, you'd just be like, "Well, I can't go there." This is and gone. that's exactly, you know I mean, I mean, and I that's exactly, I think that, I think that a lot of times last year I wasn't hunting these stands because the wind was wrong and I had shooters in front of my cameras, you know, like, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, the winds that I think are wrong is when the deer are there. Yeah. You know, that's you, how you it usually, yeah, stands. usually is but, how it is. But like, and you already have your stand set there. You're like, well, I can't hunt there. Cause I know I, you know, I know my stands in the wrong spot, but I mean, if you have the option of 
moving a stand, you know, or, you know, going in and just hunting, then, you know, I think it's pretty clutch to have that. Yeah. Super clutch. So if you were trying to talk to someone, you know, and just let them know, um, what would be like the biggest problem that you had with, with the mobile setup? I I think that it's not nothing about the gear. I think my biggest problem, and I think I've always struggled with this is what to wear for clothing. Oh yeah. Not get super, too hot. That's super hard. And, and to pack enough clothes with you. And I think that's been, that's hard. I think that's hard. And the other thing, you know, I did have a, I would say my second, the second part that I struggle with, is I try to be mindful and wear a harness with families and, you know, having a family, it's really hard to wear a lineman rope and, and do that and try to hang a stand and sticks and do all that. It's, it's, it's difficult. And I, I don't know there, if there's a better way to do it, but it, you know, I like being tied off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, so, I am going to tie off the sticks. I don't tie off the stand. If you tie off with your stand, the minute or minute and a half it takes you to put that tie off rope on and get it on your waist where you can lean off that tree will yep. save you five minutes if you're in a tough tree to hang that tree stand. Mm-hmm. For sure. I learned that for the sure. hard time last time we went out together. I was trying to beef it, you know what I mean? And we're trying to hurry up. Was that the last time we were together? Yeah. Holy shit, that's two I haven't weeks. hunted for two weeks, bro. Damn. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I'm I'm jealous. You're gonna right get now. your you're gonna get your you're gonna get your fill in though. Yeah, I haven't hunted for two weeks. Right on, all right. And then I filmed you at Boonertown. That was the last time I've been out. Oh, yeah, that Monday? Yeah. Yeah, okay. so that Monday. So it's been... Pack in on private. Yeah, pack in on private. But, yeah, that was a, that's the last time I've hunted. Like, hunted, hunted. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and I got my ass whooped. Absolutely whooped. And I've been doing it for three years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just got my ass whooped. And I was in a tree that was leaning a little bit. And I was trying to hurry. And I put the lineman's belt on. 35 seconds had the freaking yeah. stand up. Yep. You know and what I mean? Think, so it just, I think it's just something, I think it's something that, that it's hard to do, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, it's like, you know, I don't really want to be out there. And another thing I do is I send, I send my wife locations since I'm hunting these new spots and not my regular stands. I, I, as soon as I get to the tree, I'm set and I send her my location. Cause I'm just like, it's different. You know, I'm not good at it. And, and even when I get good at it, I'm still probably going to do the same thing. Yeah. It's always <laughs> you know? important. My wife always says, where are you hunting at? And I tell her, and then she, she has a screenshot of my hunt stand. You know what I mean? Yep. So she knows all yep. my, where my shit is. I'm like, I'm North or I'm here, you know, I'm in the back or yep. something. She knows. Yeah, and I, so that, I think that was the hardest thing is, is trying to get up there with the harness and, and <laughs> wearing too many layers or not enough. I'm cold or I'm hot, but majority of the time when I get hung up, I'm super hot. So it's, it's really difficult to figure out what you want to wear going out to hang and hunt. I still don't think I have it figured out. I got hot yesterday and I don't like to sweat. Cause then, you know, you're just putting more scent out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's something that I kind of had to work with last year too. And I, I'm like you, I don't think I've still got it figured out. And you know, 45 degrees at work feels cold, but in the woods when you're hunting 45 is, you know, kind of toasty, especially yeah, when you're yeah. hanging, you know, and right. I packed in a uh, upper and a bottom last year and I'm probably going to have to do the same again this year. Um, thinking about taking in like a vacuum seal bag and sucking it down, you know, and yeah. um, packing it in that way. That way it's not getting all kinds of cockaburs and everything on it. Um, and it's the, the amount of straps and that's the other thing too, is yeah. you know, your harness, your binos, your, your backpack, it just, there's a lot of straps and stuff. And it, I think, I think it's the biggest thing is I, I've always been able to just get to my stand and get up in it, but you know, taking the time, taking your time and just 
make it, you know, if, even if you take your time, it's still only going to maybe make it maybe another half an hour of setup and takedown total time. Yeah. That's, um, that's the biggest thing I think I was getting ready to say. It's like, I, that's, I catch myself doing out. You find the tree. Why are you like, why are you and in you're like, you're tr- just ready to get up there. You know what I mean? You're like, you I gotta do hunt. all this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you just take your time, we're really good about it in the morning, giving us plenty yeah. of time, but the evening, like right now, hell, it could be a buck out cruising right now. I think the right, evening, right. just because you can see like the sign and shit around, you're yeah. trying to get to you're the best spot. Yeah. You're like, I'm trying to get set. You then you see the sign. You're like, all right, this is the spot. I you, gotta just, get. you feel like you feel like if you're if you're three steps up, a buck's gonna come walking by, and you're like, if I would have hustled a little more, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah that's but, exactly. But how I think, I feel. and I think that's the that's the key too. Is I think you're gonna be a lot quieter the slower you go. Yeah. And then, you know, you got to try different stuff. I tried those buckless straps and then I, I went back to buckles where you were trying to do it in the cold weather. And oh, man, it was, it was it tough. Was tough. It if was you wear like early season, they're great. Big trees, they're awesome. You get into a small, shitty tree with a bunch of limbs. And yeah, it's getting caught on everything. You just can't. And then you got those damn gloves on and it wasn't working. I think so it's definitely a trial and error thing. You yeah. Know, you got to figure out what you like. In, you know what I mean? I don't think a guy should. First day, first year out, he should have you know rope, cable ropes, you know, and freaking aiders yeah. and yeah. all the shit nope. that everybody has right off the rip. I'm not saying don't do that, but get a feel for what you got going on before you absolutely completely change everything. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. stands I and sticks I, I can handle, but even those straps, yeah, I'm like, no, I'm just keep going it simple. Back. And that's kind of what I've tried to do. And I'll probably change some stuff, like I said, with maybe a lock and walk and doing some other stuff, but. I was like, I, I, I just really want to get, get good at with what I got right now. Mm-hmm. Just use what you got. Like you said, you know, yeah. get what you can afford and use what you got. And I think, I think just, I've hunted a long, I've, you know, I've hunted since I was 11 years old and I'm 31 now. So that's 21 years or 20 years of, of bow hunting. And, and this year's the first year I really, and probably a long time that I changed what I did, what I do. And I mean, the proof is there. <laughs> Whether yeah. I got lucky or not, <laughs> you shot an I, awesome. I still, well, you can't get lucky and have that many buck encounters back to back. Yeah, and that's just it. You know, this week, this week from Sunday and even even this season, how much I've hunted, I've had a lot of encounters. Yeah, um, every every night you're like, time, ah, man. each time I've each time I've hang and hunt, I've had a lot. I've had an encounter. You know, so really, I I, I think that just doing something different, trying trying different things. I guess you know. Getting out of that comfort zone, it's tough, man. It took yeah, me a so while hard. to to just. <laughs> I, the, I was telling you guys yesterday. I was like, I hated every part of that going into those woods. But you know, when you see deer and they're within range, it's like, well, it's working. Yeah. Now you, <laughs> you see why. Keep doing it. Now you see why me and homie are always like, does anybody hunt off a field edge? <laughs> anybody? Oh, you know? oh it, I, totally. I, I I love hunting the field edge because I can see so far. Oh yeah. That I, I you know to my core, I'm a gun hunter. So. You gotta think, I got to get that out of my head that I got to get him within a hundred yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh yeah. Gun season. I love nice CRP field, you know, oh, yeah. cornfield yeah. bow season. I would almost rather not see a buck than have a bucket like 80 or 90 yards. You know I mean? You yeah. get some yeah, Intel that he's there. See, That's the only that, good yeah. thing. But then you're like, ah, what do I do? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> do I grunt? Do I call? Do bow. I start wheeze? Do yeah. I, 
if I had a gun, this thing would be dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then like, you end up just hammering on the grunt call and the deer goes the other direction. Yeah, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that every time. But you're like, you're like, what do I do? You know what I mean? Do I crack the horn? But you're gonna you're gonna hit that grunt call every time. Oh yeah, every time every that time. grunt call, you see him, you're like, all right, I'm gonna grunt. It could be October third and I'm gonna hit the grunt call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the go to OG move. Give yep, him a little yep. burp. Yeah, um, just give him a little bit. Give him a little bit. <laughs> are you are you folding your straps up and around the stick or and what are you doing with the straps on your stand going in and out from the so, trees? So on the on the sticks, I'm wrapping this. I'm I'm going down around the bottom of the sticks, kind of like it kind of showed in the pamphlet. Yeah, down around the bottom and then hooking it down and tightening it up. And then the four sticks get strapped together. They have a buckle on the bottom one. Yeah, I make sure that one's on the bottom. And then the two straps, I use the two straps for the stand to go around those to lock those to the stand. I got you. Need a ratchet strap. And I'm not I'm not using a ratchet strap at all. I'm just using the pull straps. Yeah, use one ratchet strap and a solid everything would be way Is more it solid. just quieter? Well, I mean it's not ratchet straps are loud as hell, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I they drive me nuts. But one ratchet strap, you're not you're not tightening that thing up when you're at the place you want to hang. So you're not making right. any noise with it. But yep. It sucks everything so tight to your stand. You don't have to worry about a stick clank or anything like that. Yeah, and that's why I notice when I pack out, normally I don't get it as set up as well as when I pack in because mm-hmm. it's, it's getting dark and I just, I'm ready to get back to the truck. And yeah. So it's a little clanky walking out. But, uh, and then I've been using, like I said, I've been using the frame to my, my uh, XO Mountain pack and I just, that just buckles to the stand. I just got, that's, you know, it's like a, it's made for packing out meat, so it's got buckles, and I just cinch them down and hook the stand to that. So, but I think a little bit better strap configuration might help me out, you know. Yeah, last year my straps were a mess. I just was wadding them up, and I was taking the two off my stand and putting them in my bag, and it was just a cluster. This year I'm leaving everything on there on my sticks. I'm running them around like they should be, and it's been a lot better. But just as far as like walking and getting through for some reason i can't get them as packed as good as i did last year for some reason i have no idea what's going on but i think next year i'm gonna switch it up from the full length to run some minis and get some uh cableators so do a little change up there just off something from two years of trial and error yeah yeah and i think and i'm sure and i'm sure as as time goes on and i do this more like i'm still planning on getting another tag and i'm sure i'll go out you know next weekend and (laughs) probably go do it again because i (laughs) I'm kind of addicted now. Next <laughs> kinda, weekend, come on down. Have to. Yeah, kind of have to. Right? Come on down next weekend. But yeah, bring I, it on. I gotta, I, 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 it's like I I, I want to go, but you know I got there's deer around here. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you got grandma's buck, dude. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah, you, yep. you can't be missing out opportunities on him. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate all the congratulations and everything, and appreciate all the help, all my questions, and all the times I bug you throughout the summer. Huge congratulations to our buddy Logan. Uh, we, we've been friends with these guys for a couple years and uh, looking for a lifelong friendship with this dude. Dude kills a giant mule deer. Yes. Did you see the picture of the white tail next to the mule deer? No, I oh, didn't. Snap. Oh, dude. Ask him to send you one. It looks Does that dumb. mule deer look oh, dude. stupid huge? It's got like 18-inch G2s. <laughs> it's got to have it. This is ridiculous. And then uh, just crushes a non-typical white tail. You know what yeah. I mean? Having a hell of a year, and he's still got grandma's buck in his back pocket. So, <laughs> <laughs> shit. 
Um, coming in stat for the bow hunting league too. Appreciate that, brother. Yeah. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Get out there. The rut is on. Get in the stand. Hunt your face off. Leave a legacy. Always do the right thing. And White to Legacy is out.